Hello and welcome to Season 2 of Six Scooting in SoCal, the South Bay's best scooter-related podcast. We're Andy and Aaron, owners of Six Scooters, and we're here to keep you up to date on what's going on in the scootering scene. Um, from scooter rides to repair, we cover it all. So stay tuned, stay sick, and remember, all the thoughts and opinions shared here are for entertainment purposes, and it's not that serious. No, it's not. It's not that serious at all. I don't, I don't take life that seriously anyway, but anyway. So, <laughs> so we got kind of a cool um, little little topic today. And I'm not going to tell you what it is. Not until we get to it. So they'll, that, they'll know what it is because of the title of the, the episode. Give it. So you might as well mention it. It's 10 signs your bike may need some work. May need some attention. May yeah. need some love. Things to look out for before you're totally broke down and stranded. Yes. And we will we will uh, tell you in a kind of a kind of a kind of a cool little way. A lot of them that's the way we're gonna do a lot of them. So I'm gonna act like I'm calling you. We're gonna have a okay. And I'm gonna tell you what my bike's doing and you're gonna give me your analysis of it. Okay. And let me know what you think it is. And I'll add in that if I, if I have to. You're going to put, put me to the test? Oh, dude, you're so good at that stuff. Test out my diagnostic skills. You're really good at that stuff. You really are. Because, I mean, we basically have seen it all. I'm pretty good. Yeah, you're pretty damn good. I catch a lot of interesting things. So, we have a little bit of an announcement. When it comes to rides, I'll let Aaron take that. We have one on the books. After careful consideration, we decided to just go with an old style, anybody can come ride. We're going to ride to Westwood Village. That'd be fun. UCLA. Yep, that'd be fun. It's going to be on June 21st. We're going to meet up at our normal meetup spot at Starbucks right there on Hawthorne in Artesia. We're going to meet up at 9.30. Wear your Um, masks. Kickstands up at 10. And, you know, of course, we do um, encourage people to stay physically distant from each other and wear masks. Um, But if you aren't ready to ride, then this ride might not be for you. Um, There will be lots of rides coming up for the rest of the year. This Mm -hmm. is the first of the rest of the year. So if you want to wait till, you know, you feel comfortable riding in a group, then do so. But if you're ready. I'm ready. We're going to do it. I am more than ready. We're going to tour Westwood on our bikes, which will be fun. Because there's no parking in Westwood ever, period. Yeah. We did a little pre-ride of that. And it was kind of cool. It I was kind of nice. I got like 80% of the route down. But I want to spend a little bit more time in Westwood Village and figure out like a little bit more. I don't yeah. know. I want to ride through Westwood a little bit more. We're shooting firecra- fireworks off over here, and Wally doesn't like doesn't like him very much. So if you hear a little bit of barkies and a little whinies and little pops and stuff like that, that's what that is. Yeah. Just letting you know. Yeah. So the 21st of June, that's going to be fun. Yes. So everybody, you are on notice. Be there or be square. We will have patches for sale. Yep, I'll have patches. And we will have buttons for sale. Buttons. And, yeah, so be there. So, shop trends. Um, we have Amorphous in there. 
Yeah. That big, long, 19 and a half foot motorboat. It's like a Sea-Doo with <laughs> wheels. Sea-Doo with tires. That's what it is. And we had Vespa 300s come in. We had two really nice ones come in. Yeah. Um, this week. And the they white were both, one the red one? Yeah, they were both about the same age of mine. I think they were both like 2009, 2008 year models. But yeah. Well and they really didn't need much. One had like 14,000 miles on it. The other one had like 2,000 miles on No, 3,000 miles oh on it. Oh my god. It was my twin. It same was year, same pretty. color. Prettier. Same seat. It was in a little bit nicer condition. No, it was, it was, a, it was about the same. It was a little bit nicer. So we and want, it was clean. We Mine's want to clean. tell you about the owner of one of those Vespas, Chris Phillips. Yeah. What about him? He's, on top of being a really awesome, nice guy, he also writes scooter touring articles for like magazine for like motorcycle and scooter like magazines, and I think mm -hmm. online. Don't quote me a hundred percent, but he's a published author. Um, he sent us a few articles that he's written about riding his Vespa around. Um, I'm embarrassed to admit he sent me a second one and I haven't quite read it yet, but the first one was so good. He rode through, uh, I'm not even sure. He, he started here in the South Bay and it was a three day trip and they rode north and I think they hit some wine country and stuff cool. like that. I Actually, do I that. think they hit a lot of breweries, but I want to do that. It sounded, I know I need to like hit him up and get like a, a get route a from map. him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Get a route, get a route map from, from him and we'll, we'll do it. Yeah. You know, so, so check out Chris Phillips and check out his articles. Our article, his article is on our Facebook. On yeah, we posted, we posted it on our Facebook page. So if you want to check it out, you can find it on our Facebook, which is just at Sick Scooters. And yeah. So we will, uh, we will let you know more about his articles and everything and let you know what's coming up soon with his with his writing. So the topic today. La topica today. That was Spanish. You're very good at Spanish. I'm, I speak Spanish fluently. Yeah. Um, so 10 signs your bike may need work. Number one. Bring, bring. <laughs> Is this scenario number one? This is scenario number one. Ready? Ready? Bing, bing. Six scooters. Hi, I have a scooter and it is really, really, really hard to start. Just cranks and cranks and cranks. And once in a while I get a little put out of it, but it really doesn't want to start. What do you think? What kind of scooter is it? It's a Chinese 150. Oh, oh, okay. Um... Once you get it running, how does it run? After it's warmed up, it runs fine. Okay. And is the battery okay? Battery's fine. Cranks and cranks? Uh-huh. It's not just a dead battery? Nope. Huh. Sometimes that can mean that you might need a valve adjustment. How many miles do you have on your bike? I have 9,700. Okay. Do you know if the valves have ever been adjusted? They have not. And um, it's never had a tune-up. It's never had a tune-up? No. Well, it sounds like it definitely might need a tune-up. sounds like it might not have any oil in it. But we can <laughs> definitely check. So, my suggestion <laughs> is you definitely need a full service and a valve adjustment. Uh, 
I would never say definitely with not without seeing the scooter in person, but I, I would definitely encourage this person to come in and bring the scooter to us and at least let us check the valves and when your bike's hard to start, in. especially in the morning when it's really when it's cold, um, that's one of the signs for a valve adjustment right away. You know, it just sits there and just da 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 da. And then all of a sudden, once in a while, it goes da 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 da. You know, and um, that's one of the signs that you may need a valve adjustment. Um, Another one is stalling. Like you said, it it won't takes it forever to quote unquote warm up. Right. It'll just stall constantly for like yep. the first like ten minutes that it's running. And you uh-huh. have to just keep giving it gas. That's so on the Chinese bikes, that's usually around four thousand. 3,500 to 4,000 miles. That's good to get a valve adjustment on it. Um, bring it in, you know, do a valve adjustment on it. There's there's a lot of articles out on what valves should be on like the, the Chinese bike. The clearance. Because uh-huh. there's two valves, right? Intake and exhaust. Intake and exhaust. What I do, and it works perfectly, and it's been work, working perfectly for me for years, is 4,000. Top and bottom, four thousands. So if you don't know how to adjust your valves, um, bring it to us. Bring it to us, <laughs> and we will handle it. If you're someplace else and can't bring it to us, then um, give us a call. Let us know where you're at. You can't bring the bike to us if you're out of state, out of the country, whatever. You know, we'll uh, we'll let you know what to do. What to do then? But yeah, it needs a valve adjustment. That's that's a big thing. Also, if your spark plug is fouling, that's another big thing. Right, because um, the bike could crank and crank and crank and crank if it wasn't getting any spark. Right. So, is there any way to tell the difference between not getting any spark and check the spark? Yeah. Because uh, bikes that need valve adjustments, like most bikes, should start within like what, like one to three cranks, like. Yep. You know, it shouldn't take more than one or two seconds to get the bike started. So if your bike is going from like a one second start to like a five second start, that right there is the beginning signs of a valve adjustment. Like if you let it get to the point where it's just cranking, 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 and not starting for like 30 seconds to a minute. Oh, that's way too long. Like, yeah, you've let it go for too long. So yeah. that that's probably another sign. Like the beginning stages of needing a valve adjustment just... It elongates the amount of time it takes the bike to start. Whereas, like, if you have no spark, then it's just going to crank forever and it will never and start. rule of thumb, I like to do spark plugs every other service on whatever bike it is. It's just, it's a preventive maintenance and it's just good to have a good spark there, spark plug there for good spark. On the Chinese bikes, we change them, like, every service, though. That's a Chinese bike, yeah. So, I'm just saying... It's better not to generalize when more than half the yeah, bikes we work on are getting... With Chinese scooters, I mean, we still use good NGK plugs, but for the extra five bucks, it's better to just put a new plug in every service than yep. it is to, to to do it every other one, okay. in our opinion. Right. So, next one is... Ready? Are you ready? We're doing this all over again? Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. Bring, bring. Six scooters. Hi. I have a genuine buddy. Okay. And it's stalling at idle. Like when I come to a stop, you know, it just stalls. Other than that, it runs good. I just did an oil change on it with a filter. Um, 
Does it stall when it's hot and cold? Yeah. Is it carbureted or fuel injected? Carburetors. Huh. Sounds like your idle must be kind of low. Yeah. Maybe you have a vacuum leak too. Yep. Uh, bring it in. Yep. Take a look. That's a good. That's a good. Uh. That's a good. That's a good way of thinking right there. Yeah. Idles. Idles too low. Um, vacuum leak. What if the air fuel mixture screw fell out of the carburetor? That too. We've seen that. We've seen that happen a lot. Yep. That's why I put goop. Goop. Yep. So that's that's a good one. That's really really good. Um, if your bike is stalling at idle, that and it runs fine. Other than that, that is a really 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 good sign that that your uh, carburetor may need some may need some uh, tweaking. Yes. If your fuel injected bike, um, what kind of gas are you using? Yeah, it sounds crazy. Yeah, but, but it has a lot to do with fuel injected bikes. Try try a hard, higher octane gasoline with it from a reputable company, preferably. Yeah. Um, that has a lot to do with that. Aaron has a 250 IE Vespa, and her bike was stalling. And I went through the computer, nothing. Went through the bike, nothing. We 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 bit our lip and took it to the dealer, and the dealer couldn't find anything. So we said, let's change gasoline. Yeah, I was using like USA gasoline, like the I was using the premium. Yeah, USA ninety one. But it was yeah USA kind of like yeah low quality gas. gas. And put some Chevron 91 in their bike and haven't had a problem after that. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. But yeah. as soon as I switched over to the Chevron, my bike started running so much smoother and, like, stopped stalling, which was the biggest problem. Yeah. So. So fuel injected bikes, check. First of all, check the gasoline you're using. Um, make sure you're putting a quality gasoline in it. That has everything to do with everything. So our next one is bike stalls at high speed. Oh, I didn't do bling bling, whatever. But let's, okay, but we get it. It's bike fun. stalls at high speed. Okay, um, that to me is if you're carbureted, that means your larger jet in the carburetor may be clogged. Um, you may have a clogged fuel filter. You may have a bad spark plug. You know, those are three things to look at for Sometimes that. Sometimes when the CDI is not happy, it hits like a weird like rev limiter kind of thing. Yeah. Where it'll like, you'll get your RPMs up too high and it'll start like spark, like, I don't know, like you get like half your sparks or something. It right. It feels like it like slows you down sometimes when you get too, when you get, get it going too fast. Yeah. But the, you know, these four things that we've just mentioned are four of the main things you need to look for if that's happening to your bike. Yeah. Um... Oh, what about this one? Steering is off. So many people call and say like, oh, I think there's something wrong with my handlebars or my alignment because it feels like, you know, it feels like it's hard to steer my scooter. And the first question I always ask them is when is the last time you put air in your tires? Yep. We've done services on bikes and I think that like people 
leave and the first thing they notice is how much better their scooter rides just because we put air in the tires. Oh, yeah. It's like night and day riding a scooter that has like properly inflated tires and a scooter that has like flat tires. It feels like you're ice skating or like... If your steering alignment is off, you're going to know that. You know, you're absolutely going to say, look, I'm steering the handlebar straight and my bike's going to the right. Okay, that's an alignment issue. But if you're if you're just worried about your steering being off a little bit, it feels like you're ice skating. Like you can't take a hand off the wheel because it's so wobbly. Yeah, that's tires. Yeah. That's absolutely tires. And, um... Also check your front axle. Your front axle may be loose. Yeah, we've seen that more than once. Check the axle nut, make sure that's on there tight. Yep. That's a big one. Make sure your front axle's tight. Um, Next one is squeaky noises. I mean, don't we all hate it when we're riding down the street and all you hear is your scooter making weird, like, yes, squeaky noises. Yeah, squeaky noises. It can really get to you. Oh my God. So, most scooters, 99% of scooters, the center stand, if you have a center stand, has a center stand bushing on there made of rubber. Um, sometimes that bushing gets worn out and falls off. Yeah, because if you think about it, the center stand, when it's not down, it's flush up against the scooter. And the only thing keeping metal from metal, metal hitting metal, is this little rubber bushing. Little rubber bushing. And if that um, bushing's gone, you're going to squeak. Yeah, on the Chinese bikes, they fall off constantly. Yeah. But even on some of the brand name bikes, they just get worn down because it's like constant friction. But yeah, then you'll be riding and you and you feel like you feel like something's gonna snap in half right underneath you. The way it sounds, oh it's yeah, really an unpleasant noise, and you think it's like a really big deal. And I mean, it is a big deal. Like, you know, you don't want to like. I've seen those things mess up the case of your motor with the center stand. Well, yeah, I've seen people just leave that bushing off and continue riding the bike. I've seen that center stand rub a hole on the side case of the motor. And where and, the transmission's at. Yeah, and then Literally when the side hole. case opens up, then the metal like rips the drive belt. Yep. I've seen all that happen. That's so, not good. Replace your bushing if you cannot replace your bushing and the bushing tabs are gone. Replace the center stand. Um, another squeaky thing is um, brakes. Yeah. If your brake pads get too low, you're going to be squeaking like hell. Yeah. Um, a lot of the Chinese 50cc bikes, their front brakes and back brakes are drum, and they squeak. Oh my god. Until and there's you, really nothing you can do about it. You have to they like just wear squeak. them down. You have to like get them hot so they stop squeaking. They are the worst. They're the worst. And oh my god. Yeah, nothing, all the replacement ones are made out of the same thing, so yep. they all do the same thing. So, uh, next one, number six, loss of power. Define loss of power a little more. Like you're accelerating and Well, the bike used to go 50 and now it's doing 30. Oh. You know, um, stretched out belt. Dirty air filter. Dirty air filter. um, Bad spark plug. CDI's not happy. Carburetor's clogged up. Carburetor's clogged up. Vacuum leak. Yep, vacuum leak. We can go on and on with that. Yeah. Yeah, so there's a few examples of what to look for there. Um, bike won't start. I turn the key, nothing. Like, like it cranks, but it no, won't start? No, it just, I turn the key and there's nothing there. Does the gas gauge come on? Nothing comes on. 
the first thing I would check would be like the battery and the fuse. First thing I would check is the fuse. Yeah, it's easier to check the fuse yep. than it is the battery. Every bike on the face of the freaking earth has a fuse. Yes. Vespas have them and put in like five different places. Yeah, there's like 12 sneaky fuses on and Vespas. It's so, they're, they're under the front cowl. Yeah, they're, they're like. <laughs> they're, they're under your seat bucket. <laughs> they're they're like, in your glove compartment. And there's no like rhyme or reason. It's no, fun. It's they're, a lot of fun. They're thrown everywhere on a Vespa. Yeah. Chinese bikes, there's one fuse sitting there right next to the battery in a little plastic case. With a backup one. With a backup one. I do give them credit for that. It's kind of oh. nice. But I mean, again, you have so many different electrical components to right. a Vespa than you do like a... Now, Kimco, the, the, the older Kimcos have a positive fuse and a negative fuse. That's weird. There's two fuses on that. It's a positive fuse with a backup fuse and a negative fuse with a backup fuse. That's going to be nice. They, they slip then it into the like, slots. Then it kind of goes halfway down to like white blue. Uh-huh. There. That's nice. Maybe check blown fuse and then... Um, when was the last time you tried to start the bike? Your yeah. battery's probably dead. Yeah. So yank your battery out, take it to your nearest auto parts store. Or um, us. Or us, bring it to us. Um, they will check your battery and load test your battery properly, hopefully, hopefully. I know we will look, check your battery, charge your battery, load test your battery for free. Yeah, um, most places will. Yeah, most places will. Um, more than likely, you're gonna need a battery. If so, you let it sit for a long time, yeah. Yeah. Um, another thing is if you turn the key on and the gas gauge comes up and your bike still won't start, um, did you flip the kill switch? Oh yeah, that's always a good <laughs> thing to check. We had one of those come in this week, unfortunately. Yeah. Make sure that the kill switch is on the run position before you try to start the bike. And make sure that your brake switches are both working. Yeah. A lot turn of the key on. Grab the brake switch. Make sure your tail light comes on. If your tail light does not come on, when you grab the when you grab the brake switch, that brake switch is probably bad. Your bike won't start. Yeah, some people also don't realize you can use either brake lever to start the bike. So many people have called us and said, I can't start my bike. And then we see it and we start it right up and they're like, wait, it didn't start before. And what we did that they didn't realize is that we use the brake handle that they don't usually use. Right. It's so common for you and I to use our right hand to hold the brake and start the button. Uh-huh. But most people always use their left hand to hold the brake. Yep. And they don't realize that their right hand can also start the so brake. So do this, people. Listen, people. People. Listen, people. Do this. If your bike won't start, turn the key on, make sure your, your switch is in the run position, grab both brake handles and try to start the bike. That works. Um, if that don't happen, your brake switches are probably bad. Your bike won't start. But usually if it's a brake switch, then you can get it to start. Because usually both brake switches don't go bad at the same time. Right. So that's and kind if of you like have, a saving grace. If you have a bike that has a Kickstarter, okay, you do not need to hold any brakes to start the bike. No, just turn the key on. Turn the key on and kick it. Um, next one. Uh, let me see. Dead battery. Self-explanatory. Sort of. Why did your battery go dead? Bike was sitting for too long. Um, you left the key in the on position, which I have a pet peeve about that. Okay. My thing is don't use the on and off switch that's on the handlebar. Leave it on the on position forever. Don't use it. It's not there for you to turn the bike on and off with. Okay. It is there for emergencies. That's it. 
always use the key. Boom. Um, let me see. So you'll let your bike sit. You that you had the key on for too long. You had a conversation with somebody and forgot the key was on. Or if you have an alarm system, you heard the alarm system on for three days and it killed the battery. Or your you, battery's just old. What if you were riding the bike yesterday, the battery's less than a year old, and all of a sudden today... Your charging system's start. not working. That's a chance. Yeah, your, uh, your stator or your voltage regulator or both right. are probably bad, and you were riding your bike yesterday and you were draining the battery the entire time you were doing it. So, that's that. <laughs> um... Let me see. Oh, number nine. The bike starts, runs, and revs beautifully, but when I twist the gas, it doesn't go anywhere. Oh, that's a common one. That's a really common one. Everybody, let's guess what that is. Um, CVT belt, yay! Yay! <laughs> that is exactly what that is. If your bike starts and revs and, and, and runs, beautifully and idles great and everything else but you twist the gas and it don't go anywhere you blew your belt yep. okay now a lot of people are under the misconception that you can just take the cover off take the old belt remnants out okay squeeze an old squeeze the new belt back on that and everything's going to work perfectly Okay, you are sadly misinformed. I am letting you know that now. There's no way to put a belt on without taking off one or both of the pulleys. I've seen it done. There's no way. It's it's hard to do, very hard to do. By the time you get it on and over, you've stretched the belt out. It's stupid, but the proper way to do it... The only way to do it. The only way to do it is probably with an impact gun or a big... No, you need to have an impact gun. Yeah, it's a better way to do it. But your variator assembly needs to come out all the way down to the weights, everything. All, it all needs to come out, okay? And your clutch assembly, clutch assembly needs to come out. You need to clean everything thoroughly. Make sure your weights um, are still round, round yeah, not and flat. don't have any flat spaces on them unless you have the performance weights. Some of them are like that, an oblong shape. That are oblong shaped and everything. Make sure your slides are good. Um, make sure the center round metal slide in the center of your variator. Make sure everything slides nicely and cleanly with that. Um, what I like to do, that's Wally, you hear the snorting. What I like to do is take that slide out and actually put it on my wire wheel, clean it all up real good, throw some lube on it, and put it all back together. Um, I like to put the belt on the clutch first, going the proper direction. Pull up on the clutch, put the belt on. Make sure you lube the inside of the clutch, the bearings, before you put it all back together. Put uh, the front, the rear section of your variator on and put everything back together. Um, The same way it came apart. Don't lose anything that came out of it. And make sure that the washers and spacers that came out of it go back in the way they came out. Um, that's what I got to say about that. Anyway. Yeah. Um, loss of brake pressure. That's a scary one. That's a scary one. Okay. Um, 
bikes that have a rear drum brake. A lot of Vespas have it, um, the ETs, um, LX. Yeah. yeah, the ET2, ET4, the LX is the Primaveras, the Sprints, everything except for the GTs. The GTs, yeah. All the GTs are hydraulic um, front and back. 80%, I'd say, of the Chinese bikes have a rear drum brake. Yeah. Um, if your left hand brake has no pressure or it's really, you pull it down really far, go to the rear of the bike under the air cleaner. There's a little nut back there. Turn it one full turn at a time until you get the brake pressure and the brake brake pressure you like. Yeah, but if it all of a sudden goes floppy. Yeah, you broke it. You probably broke the you brake broke cable. cable. My rule of thumb is if you can pull the handle halfway and the bike stops. That's my rule of thumb. Some people like a little less three quarter. If you if you pull up a quarter way and the bike stops, some people like that. You know, it depends on personal preference. Just make sure your bike stops. If you have disc um, on front or rear and you pull the brake handle and there is no pressure whatsoever, um, you probably brake pads are probably dead. You probably the piston probably came out too far on your caliper. Your master cylinder has no fluid in it. You're blowing your master cylinder seal or your master cylinder itself. The window in your master cylinder is gone and all your bike fluid came out. Um, so that's what I got to say about that. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I hope this was very informative. This was an informative episode. This was an informative episode. Everybody's been, there's a few people, Adrena, that's been saying that. <laughs> I don't go into I don't, I don't go into too many te- technical things. So tonight I went technical. I went hardcore technical. I went super tech. Super tech. <laughs> super tech. Okay, before we sign off, we're gonna do a shot with everybody. All right. Okay. Now one, two, three, six scooters. Ooh, cheers. Ooh, take a shot. Okay, bye. Bye. No, not yet. Oh, not yet. Oh my god. Bye. Bye.